Hey friend, welcome to the Socially Modern Podcast, where I'm your host, Stephanie Mainville. I've built a six-figure real estate business solely using social media and digital marketing. When I first began in real estate, I felt pretty alone in this archaic industry. If that's how you felt too, I started this podcast with you in mind. So grab your notebook as we dig into tactical business tips to grow online and use modern marketing methods to level up your business. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Socially Modern. The holidays are creeping up, and I do not intend to halt any recordings before the new year. You have heard it first. (laughs) And I actually really have some great topics coming up I'm really excited about, and I'm going to be recording them really soon. Today's episode is kind of inspired by a common question that I receive often in the DMs, and I've promised some of these things to a few, and then I would be recording this one. Uh, It's kind of just my lessons and my tips on, you know, work, life, time management, what it's like being a work-from-home mom and wife. Sometimes I get a lot of messages from other homeschool moms or even people within my industry that want to be homeschool moms. So this is just kind of like a glance. It's hard to fit every single piece of the last six years into one episode, but just kind of a lot of different thoughts thrown out here, you know, kind of all over on these topics. So I do want to say that I realize not every single one of my listeners is a mom, but this has been a very common question again. So I just want to have this live here for the ones that are. And honestly, even if you're not a mom, the way that I've written this, it's still really tactical. There's a lot of mom reference in there and family reference in there. But I've also just, like I said, I've planned this out in a very tactical way that I think a lot of it can resonate with you. So don't, you know, click skip just yet. All right. So I have kind of just dabbled in it all when it comes to making my work-life balance situation even more seamless, such as, you know, having an office outside the house, having my office in the house, not even really having a home office, like working outside of my room. And honestly, this year I actually brought my home office back home because I found that it wasn't really serving me. More often than not, I wanted to be in a designated space in my house where I could work in my sweatpants and get things done right after I was done, you know, mom in it for the morning and homeschooling. I've had nannies, meal delivery, and even help with laundry and housekeeping, all of which has helped me at different times in my life as a mom and wife with different needs and responsibilities throughout my kids' ages and our family situations, really. So while no two families are the same, my goal is that you find some inspiration while also finding that our lives might be more alike and relatable than you might have maybe thought. Maybe this even gives you permission to make necessary changes. And I will not hide the fact that sometimes it's just a struggle, right? Balancing work and life is not easy. And I don't believe that there's a true perfect balance out there. I think that it's just what works best for your family. And some days we win and some days, you know, we barely eat lunch. Like that's life. (laughs) So one of the first hurdles I faced as a working mom in real estate and running or starting my own business was really truly just trying to find the time 
to make my goals and my running to-do list actually happen, right? So um, there were all these things to always get done, cleaning and cooking and diapers and feeding the baby and it's nap time and, and all of this stuff, you know, my baby was only one when I became a realtor and Scarlett, my daughter, she wasn't that much older at just three. We were both, you know, busy with work and the kids needed mom a lot. And so really the first thing that I did that was the best thing that I did and I suggest to you is to get yourself a support system. Even if, you know, you're not living near family or something like that, find the neighborhood girl, you know, from down the road that can be a mother's helper when they get off of school. That way, you know, maybe you can squeeze in some work out of your bedroom or your home office, whatever you have. Uh, It's dedicated time into your business. I was blessed to live near families, so I had grandparents help watch my two for a few hours every day. Literally, that's all I had, just a few hours every day, work day. And I ran away to a local coffee shop to tune out and get some work done, right? I didn't have a space that I could really work in. And so that was the best option for me at the time. I didn't have a budget to hire out or even send my daughter to preschool yet. And this was just the best option for me at that time. It wasn't until like a while later in my career that I was able to finally hire help and for a longer amount of time. And I was able to send my daughter to preschool uh, as a new agent, though, right? You're kind of like not really sure where to start. Um, I learned really early on in this business that everything is marketing. I was in the real estate business, but the key ingredient to success was just good marketing, making sure that people knew I was in real estate and I took to social media to do that. So my days while my kids were at preschool and with um, someone that I had paid were filled with like content creation and editing and planning and, you know, talking to anyone in my sphere and that was coming through the DMs that I was able to reach, you know, ultimately through my marketing in regards to buying a house. So I want to say, because I feel like sometimes we get kind of stuck in this like space where we're like, well, if I don't have, you know, all the time in the world to devote to my business, like I would want to then we just kind of get stuck in not doing it at all. And so my best advice really is, is if you don't have that, you know, don't, don't spend, you know, eight to nine hours a day working. I mean, if you have a lot of time and help, then by all means, right, you're going to be able to speed up the process. But I wasn't able to, uh, with schedules and having such young kids at home, they needed me and I wanted to be there. So I made sure those few hours were dedicated to work. Well, that leads me into my next crucial thing that I've learned over the years. I want to remind you that, again, even if you're not able to devote an entire day, I want you to hear me on this, to your business, you have some time in there. If you're a new agent listening to this, you have some time in there that you can set aside two hours to work hard in your business each day and move the needle forward. It's not always about being the 100% grind all the time person. It can be about that 10% you know, movement that you're making each day that leads up to your your level up in your business. But you have to plan and just take some time in there to really devote to your business. And that kind of leads me, you know, into being a good steward of your time. Okay. And what does that mean? This again goes hand in hand with what I was talking about, but 
Oh my gosh, I have truthfully never been in an industry where I have been so bombarded by luncheons, CE classes, masterminds, events. You know, if there's an event, it's probably associated with someone in real estate in some way, shape, or form. And it's super fun. It really is. But you have to think realistically, though, that sometimes those things are taking away from two very important things the hours that you could devote to actively marketing and working, prospecting in your business. And then there's the time that you could be spending with your family. I'm not a robot. I have not always skipped out on a good time, but I'm just saying, you know, if you've gone to an event already this week, it's probably not a good idea to line up your whole week with a bunch of events and, you know, even CE classes. It can sound like a lot of fun. It's great to go in person, but you know, maybe your to-do list is nowhere near where you want it to be. And, you know, there's just no time for an event, unfortunately. That's the kind of guard of your time that you need to have. And you need to say no. You need to tell yourself no. Even in things that could like potentially be beneficial to you, when in all reality, I find my time honestly better spent, especially when I can take things like CE classes online. I try to see everything that way for the most part. Is this really a good use of my time? Is this me taking a class in person going to be worth it versus me just buying my classes online before my CE credits come due? There's no drive time. (laughs) I can, you know, batch. Let's batch it and let's get it done quickly. Like really ask yourself if this is a good return on investment, this task or this event, is it going to be good for you for your time? Sometimes it's okay if you're going to have fun, you know, like I said, you don't have to be a robot and skip out on everything, but in this industry, especially, it's really easy to have something to go to and to do like every single day of the week. So you need to be a good steward of your time. You need to say no, you need to, you know, maybe you can't go to lunch that day with your friends in real estate or in your, you know, whatever in your office. Also ask yourself, will I feel good? Or will I feel stressed later if I agree to go to this event? Will I feel like, darn it, you know, I have so much on my to-do list and it's getting late now and I need to cook dinner for the family and the kids are whiny and I didn't get done my task list and I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to feel stressed about it. Like if that's that case, then you're not being a good steward of your time. Okay, so spend your time wisely, especially this market. It's such a grind. You really don't have the time to not be grinding right now. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, then you know that this is definitely not the podcast where, you know, I talk to you about grinding harder, longer, better, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Like that's not, that's not my goal. But I do think right now it's really crucial to watch your time, stay focused. And I always tell myself, you know, maybe you've heard me say this on the podcast, but what I'm doing today, my next 30, 60 days, you know, in the future, myself will thank me for. Because in real estate, especially, we're, you know, subject to escrows and nothing is quick. So quick is going to be 30 days. (laughs) You know, the next is 60, the next after that is 90. So this has always just kind of been my saying like, you know, I can't see the reward of me sitting down at my desk and not going to that, you know, class or going to that happy hour right now, but I'm going to mark off my checklist. I'm going to move the needle forward. I'm going to, you know, at least do the the minimum, the two hours that I said I was going to do today, check off my list. And, you know, in the next 30, 60, 90 days, I will thank my past self for that. 
There were seriously so many times as a mom that I had opportunities to go to happy hours that I turned down because it was my only window of solid work opportunity. And I really could have gone for a happy hour. I mean, let's be real, but it was just, it was the only time that I had to get some work done in my business. And I wanted to feel good about the time that I was spending away from my kids. And, you know, I was also paying for help at a point. And I kept asking myself if I was going to be able to do it. Would I even be able to pay for this? Could I commit to that kind of payment? And in all reality, what that did for me, like if you're standing on this, like you're teetering, you're like, oh my gosh, I want to level up. I feel like I'm at like a crossroads where I need to have someone help either that's with my kids or, you know, all these other things that I'm talking about today. And you're kind of stressing over, can I afford to make this payment? Like sometimes you have to take a leap when you cannot see the ground beneath you that you're jumping to. And that was literally what I envisioned as I was driving. And I was asking myself this and I I can remember the moment very clearly in my mind. And I decided to leap and I had more help and I dedicated more time that I was of course paying for help with my kids, but that was more time that I could spend in my business and working. And, you know, honestly, that just like that kicked me in the butt and it held me to it. So make sure, you know, like if you're there, like really hear me on that one. Okay. It gave me that opportunity so that my business could just could flourish. As time went on and I was able to financially, I started having to secure help in other ways. Okay. So this way I could kind of balance my time more efficiently. I was getting more done you know, not necessarily me getting certain things done, but, you know, help around. So I hired for out for TC work. So a transaction coordinator, someone that could basically handle my files and help with any contract writing and paperwork so that I could spend my time doing what I do best, marketing myself, prospecting, staying in front, staying in the front end of my business, ideally. So you might be at that point in your business. Next, throughout the course of my career, things change. And throughout the course of your career, things will change. You will have different responsibilities, different constraints that come up that may enable or hinder your schedule and your flexibility. Only you really know the real area of strain in your business and your family life and that, you know, what we like to call balance. Again, there's not really a perfect balance, but you probably know it right now. So really think about and consider, you know, how can you help yourself to improve in this area? Where do you need to hold yourself accountable and how will you be able to hold yourself accountable? This will help you improve not just yourself, right? But also the experience for your clients, your business and your family life. So really think about that. In the past, I have had help with everything under the sun from cleaning to laundry service to helping with my kids after school. I had the nanny, I even had like the the meal delivery services. That was really cool. And as most of you know, I started homeschooling a couple of years ago and I was very, very unsure of how I was going to manage my time at that point. Prior to this, I had spent there in school hours. So typically morning to afternoons working in my business so that I could be there for pickups. And then after school time was like rush off to if there was a sport going on, right? And then like family time, homework, dinner, all that good stuff. But Now, you know, I'd have to find a new rhythm. I'd have to find a new routine. 
It took some time, but I figured out a balance-ish between the two now that I'm homeschooling. And since my kids were younger, it made more sense to me at the time. And I was running out of the house a lot. I had a nanny in the afternoons to allow me and my husband to work. And I felt so good knowing too that they were in good hands. They were playing games and crafting and doing all the things. And, you know, as moms, sometimes we need that bit of security to just feel good about where our kids are at. And that honestly helped me so much with like the mom guilt that can sometimes creep into our work days. I knew that they were having fun. I knew that they were being well taken care of. So that was that was super helpful in that time of our lives where my husband was working a lot out of the house. I was super, super busy. It was a really busy season in real estate and it was just the craziest season in real estate <laughs> not that long ago. So that was when I felt like I needed that in my life. I needed that kind of support because I was ready to pull my hair out. So I, I had to have that question to myself of how can I support my family, myself, my business better? Where do I need help and how can I get that done? It was so nice because if I had meetings and calls, I was able to schedule out my afternoons completely and I would either like lock myself in my home office or I would run out to like a, my co-work space where my office was and I would get things done there. That really worked for me for a long time. So if you're feeling torn like I was of not being able to do both well and separate them, you know, then maybe you need to learn to separate and time block it, right? Just like, just like I have done now. So I homeschool in the morning now and I time block from, you know, the time that we end homeschool on before dinner time. That's all my work time in there. I have actually found that this schedule works really well in my industry because typically as realtors, we are working on the opposite schedule as, you know, the nine to fivers and most people. So afternoons, evenings are great for my clients. Mornings, kind of quiet, great time to check emails, you know, get some like office work done, but it's not as crazy typically. So that works really well with my homeschool routine, you know, but my day has not always looked like this. So when I get DMs asking for like my schedule or my routine, it can be, you know, an inspiration to get ideas from, but ultimately your household might run better in a different manner. And that's okay. Finally, there's things that I have been implementing every day. I've been working on this several things for the past really year in the nooks and crannies of everything else in my to-do list that I like to do, but that's automation. I've had little bits of automation in my life through like my CRM and such, but I'm talking like, why don't I have a system where say my long-term leads are being reached out to by me in a more authentic way and more on brand way, right? I have been working really hard on my email marketing for the new year. And something that I'm implementing, for example, is a 12 month lead campaign that will nurture my clients and not only that, prompt them to book a check-in call like halfway through the year, okay? Like these are people that are gonna maybe buy with me in a year or maybe longer, but hey, at that like six-month mark, it's gonna prompt them to do a follow-up call. How amazing is it going to be to have at the very bare minimum, right, an email going out that's written in my voice, it's more like blog style every single month, you know? It's something that I've already set up. I have to set it one time put the upfront work in, but then every single month going forward, it's going to pay off, right? 
I know that our CRMs, right? You might be thinking like, my CRM has this. I can do this for my CRM. I just don't feel like it's cutting it. To me, the emails have never looked how they do through my email marketing platform. I like the look of them better. To me, they come off as more blog style. They're just, they're just different. I don't know how else to explain it, but they're different. If you know, you know, I think. So for me, this is just like where I want them. I want them in my email marketing and I want them to be getting more than just like my 12 month touches, right? They might be getting like that monthly email that I'm sending out to everybody in my sphere. And then on top of that, maybe I have like events and different things that are going on throughout the year that I'm sending out as well. So I want them to be included in all of that. So they're getting a lot of emails and touches from me in that, in that way. I love the idea that I will be like setting up these follow-up calls so easily. It's almost like having an assistant. I'm telling them through an email, you know, why to book another call with me, what we can talk about, when to book with me. They do the scheduling and then just poof, magically it's on my calendar. Or, you know, like at least that's how it's feeling. It feels amazing. So I am just really looking forward to implementing more automation this coming up year in my systems, more touch points with past and current clients. I think that we can all do better in this in one way, shape, or form. I think that that's the constant struggle if you're in a sales-based position. So that's definitely something that I have on the front of my mind. So yeah, I hope that this episode was inspiring to you, even for the new year as you move into that. Thank you for being here. I know that I'm a day late. Get this, my microphone totally just like stopped working and left me hanging. So yesterday I only had like 10 minutes that didn't didn't come through and my podcast editor notified me and it was just too late to get it out. So day late but that's all right. Thank you so much for listening, being here, being supportive. I'm so glad that you're here. You have a great Thursday and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Socially Modern Podcast. Are you interested in joining the Socially Modern Collective? We are a national real estate team focused on building our businesses the socially modern way. If you'd like more info, book a discovery call with me linked in the show notes. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, also linked in the show notes. And follow me and this show on Instagram at Hey Stephanie Mainville and at Socially Modern.